What is cracking this week, Drew Banger? Yo, yo. How's it going? Are you all right? I'm good. I'm great. I got to, I got to do some jits over the week. So I was, oh, felt like I was in a awesome. different headspace. Awesome. Tell me about it. What happened? Oh, so like a buddy of mine, he's got some mat space and um, I just went over to his place and then just basically rolled. Um, we were just like, you got anything you want to do? He's like, nah, we just need to get back into it. You know, just need to just get going and just see what happens. And um, so, yeah, we just rolled for about an hour and a bit. And yeah, it was so much fun. It was just like the How did you structure of, it? How, did you do like three minute rounds or 10 minute rounds? What did you do? Yeah, we did uh, we did six minute rounds. We started off light, like uh, just like get flowy. So yeah. we I'd set the timer already. It was like six minutes on, one minute off, six minutes on, one minute oh. off. But we because it was it was easy rolling. We just went three rounds straight. So we did about twenty minutes of just continuous. See, yeah, see where we end up and be like, oh, like this is interesting. Um, what's going on here? And. Um, and then, yeah, but then afterwards, it's like, okay, let's just go a bit. I just wait. I said to him, I was like, I want you to fucking come at me. Just like, just go for it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's it, exactly. Because it, it gets to a point where, um, yeah, you're just, you're just taking it a bit too easy. So you're yeah. not, like, you're not responding well enough. You just, like, you just, you just lie back and you just go, well, you just stand there and you just go, wait, okay, I'm just going to see what happens. I'm just going to. Yeah do yeah. this but then when you start to have that mindset of oh no something serious could happen here and I, you just you respond a little bit better and you're you're realizing yeah you switch on you're realizing what you actually know to respond to the situation oh brilliant yeah we back i don't know <laughs> I I lost <laughs> you there for really a second I know, sorry, you yeah. froze up. <laughs> yeah, all good, all good. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just like, for a moment, I was like, oh crap, everything's lost. Sorry, we're I back. Know. But um, yeah, so um, yeah, so then we just started going at it and um, a little bit more, just like up the intensity somewhat. And, uh, and that was great because, um, yeah, you just get to see know where your mistakes are you you know you become a little bit more creative as well um you respond to the situation a little bit better is it's just like this it's it's basically trial and error is like if you caught me a couple times like if you got my head a couple times i mean i'm always like this you know i'm like oh tall posture g you know just neck hanging out everybody just wants to grab it so he grabbed it a couple times so i just had to um just yeah just protect it a little bit more yeah. yeah so you know it brought that back to my consciousness like, okay i make a mistake here i need to i need to do that and then there were a couple of times when i'm trying to do something is like you know trying to get him into a single leg x guard and i, I just kept screwing it up and then i realized what i was that then we just quit like it happened two three times so then we just broke it down it was like okay what's actually happening here and he goes ah oh, and i just realized i wasn't doing one particular thing and so changed that and it's like, oh, okay i'm back in I'm, I'm, I'm doing that better as well. So it's just, it was like the idea of like, you know, mistakes highlight to your brain what needs to change. Because if you don't make those, um, if you don't pay attention to those mistakes, um, then you're not, uh, you're missing an opportunity for improvement, right? Mm -hmm. So instead of it be just being like, I made a mistake, um, oh, you know, it's because I'm shit yet <laughs> and I'll just get there eventually. It's like, no, no, yeah. let me just uh, pay attention to this mistake for a second and realize what I'm actually doing. And it wasn't that I didn't know. It was that 
I was just not applying something that I knew and I just right. forgot that step basically. And so, oh yeah, okay, go back into it, do it again. It's like, okay, now I'm making life a lot more difficult for him. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, so just doing that kind of thing, that was so much, uh, so much fun because there's a lot of creativity, there's a lot of novelty going on. There was, uh, you know, physical exertion, movement in lots of different ways, tumbling around, you're finding yourself like upside down, inverted. Right. Um, yeah. And yeah, so cool. And it's like play. It's like play, you know. This is basically okay. what it was like. So when we finished, I just kind of looked up. I was like, "Oh man, I feel so good. I mean, I feel like awesome. I'm like out of breath. I'm all that kind of stuff. But I feel really good because I've just used my mind and brain in a completely different way. Um, right. To, yeah. So that was yeah, it was super cool. I was super stoked to be able to do that. And I think um, yeah, there's there's a lot in it as well in terms of like uh, I always just think of jits as the you know like it's a great training ground for life lessons as well it's okay. like you know i made a mistake he and he punishes me for it and he's like okay mm. what did i do wrong here and then it highlights it it's trial it's a process of trial and error and getting better and better and better and iterative process yeah iterative process of getting better and better and better and um and uh, yeah and that's just so applicable to just life basically you just got to extrapolate lessons you learn there and put it into life because mm. um it's easy to get frustrated um, when you're just constantly making those mistakes, but then you address it and you just go, oh yeah, this is why it's going on. Then you're just a little bit better and then you're a little bit better and the next level of mistake comes along. So it's cool because you're just making better levels of mistakes. Leveling up, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Level up, make a mistake there, level up, make a mistake there, level up, make a mistake there. And you're just, you're just yeah, just higher quality of uh, mistakes, basically. So that's make really higher cool. quality mistakes. And um, yeah, and it was just fun to do that and just want to get back into things. And it's, yeah, it's just great, it highlights uh, it was again, it was like a highlight what I'd kind of forgotten a little bit, mm. highlighted um, the things that I was wanted to want to work on and um, highlight, you know, where I'm maybe good at finishing stuff and not so finishing, uh, not so good at finishing it. So that was cool. Um, yeah, it just, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Just super happy with that. With, um, with Rolling With A Mate, uh, do you find it different to, obviously it's different to Rolling With A Stranger, but what were the differences for you? I mean, obviously, you know your mate really, really well. He's, he's, are you at the same level or is he slightly, has he got more experience? I can't remember. What was it like in terms of rolling with a mate as opposed to rolling with someone that you don't know that well? Do you know what I mean? The, the, yeah. the differences. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's a good question because, uh, so with this friend, yeah, we're at the, uh, we're at the same level. Um, okay. He's got okay. different skills than I have because he's smaller than me as well. So okay. he's, a lot about movement and making sure he doesn't get crushed basically so he's very good at um, I feel that fine yeah exactly so he's very good at finding um finding spaces and uh and just utilizing uh, utilizing mm -hmm. that space rather because he just wants to make sure he does just doesn't get flattened so um sure. yeah so so there's that and um yeah i think um i think with um with him because he's smaller than me, the main concern that I have is I just don't want to feel like a dick by either using strength or using size. And okay. so I feel like I kind of hold myself back because I don't want it to feel like I'm... Um, What's the weight difference between you? Uh, I think I'd say right now the weight difference is 16 kilos. So I think... Okay. Or, or, yeah, or 50, 14, 15 kilos. Like I'm 78 right now and he's 64 or 63 okay. so something like that 
Um, so yeah, so it's a couple stone basically, and um, so it's a big enough. It's a big enough difference for it. To, yeah. yeah, for you to actually feel it. And uh, so yeah, so the main thing is is just basically don't don't feel like I'm just being, yeah. being being a dick. But at the same time, the flip side of that equation is is he's also because of that he's got to learn to be able to deal with that right yeah but for yeah so yeah this this is where i yeah there's there's a lot of little things that come into it which is the main thing is i just don't want to feel like i'm being a dick to my training partner uh is uh if we both decide to go hard it's like okay cool we we both decided that it's not because i've gone hard and he's gone oh he's gonna be he's gonna be like that is he and then mm -hmm. he goes hard um so it's like yeah it's, there's a decision there and um yeah there's certain people where i find it very difficult to roll with like um like for example my brother yeah i find it difficult because it's like yeah. um uh yeah we've just uh we just always had a really like uh what's the word like just yeah just a total like it's a respectful relationship where we've never really got into any arguments and never really got into any fights or stuff like that it's just okay. because yeah we're just like sensible to each other like that it was just um if there's an issue or well, it just never really was because we just we're just really good at communicating with each other generally so Okay. So then, when when, uh, when he started training as well, then it was like, oh, I got I'm gonna get physical with my bro and try and fuck him up. Like this feels really really weird. So I find that um, oh, find that wow, strange. Like, okay. this, yeah. So yeah. So the strangest thing for me is actually rolling with my bro. Like I just can't. Uh, not that I can't. It's like I've I've realized. Yeah. It's like okay. Well, I'm not being a dick just by being physical <laughs> with my bro like that. It's this is a game that we're playing. Different, um, different way, isn't it? It's a different. It's suddenly mm. a different. It takes your relationship into a different space, and it's one that you've not like. Even though you've known each other for X amount of years, obviously, mm. you've suddenly got to navigate a different way of working with each other or a different way yeah. of communicating in a way, and that's yeah. that's very bizarre. It's like when I. Yeah training with you and suddenly we had to roll together that was very weird because I'd only known you in a kind of academic situation so to suddenly yeah. have to go and like actually get um, physical and, and navigate around it was weird so I get that I yeah. understand that <laughs> yeah I remember I remember I remember saying to you a couple of times I'm like dude come at me just go <laughs> you're like I want you to fucking come at me it's like fight club it's like I want you to hit me as hard as you can and I was like, you're like no, but then I did. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Then you started coming at me. I was like, "Yes, this is what it's about. This is what it's about." So yeah, that's the that's the cool thing. And uh, yeah, you're right. It's like you know, just entering a new space with somebody that you know in a certain way. Yes. But um, uh, but yeah, but when it comes, yeah, because of because yeah, he's my bro. You know, I've just known it. He's the person I've known for the most amount of time it. my whole life. And yeah yeah exactly it's the most personal so there's that aspect of if i do something and like you know say i get him into a guillotine or something and i just lock his head in a certain way and i just cause him some discomfort and it just and i didn't do it right i'd feel like such a prick <laughs> like I'd, I'd be like oh no i didn't mean uh, i didn't mean to do that i didn't mean to hurt you like that and i mean that applies to anyone but it's specifically there so sometimes i find myself like with certain people I just don't necessarily go for it as much, but this is also what I use jiu-jitsu for as well, is actually being like, hey, you can impose yourself without mm -hmm. it actually being something which is um, which is a bad thing. You know, you have to learn how to assert yourself, otherwise you just end up getting walked all over. And part yes. of that I've found is, um, uh, you know, every time I'm passive, because I feel like I don't want to be assertive and imposing, I 
get my ass handed to me. You know, it's like it's not a great feeling. Whereas if I'm being assertive and I'm being proactive, um, even if I get my ass handed to me, I've done it in a way which I can agree yeah. with, right? I so agree, yeah. it's uh, it's it's so much better because I've actually tried and failed rather than just let the failure come on to me. Yeah. And and that's so much more satisfying and gratifying than um, just not really doing anything. Uh, doing anything about it so it's teaching me a lot like in that in that sense and i've just yeah i just feel like a better person and when i'm able to uh, express myself in that way as well mm -hmm. and i'm like oh yeah this is this feels good i should carry that over into other things in my yeah. life and just learn that's you know that's why it's really yeah. yeah that's why it's really important so yeah you're right there is like you know i have approached it differently um with uh, with different people it's certain um yeah there's there's yeah, there's levels to the game, clearly, because it's like really okay, it's people, because um, if, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm just trying to think of it with, you know, going against, like, say, Sylvie, wrestling coach, like, all around, like, just class grappler, um, there's just nothing I can do to, like, threaten him in, in a sense, so it doesn't that almost does matter something how to your mentality, doesn't it? Yeah. It does something, because you're like, uh, uh, Oh, yeah. you know, you just can't. Yeah, yeah so there used challenge. to be a time. Yeah, that, well, this, this is interesting. So there used to be a time when I would, like, with my old coach, it's like, you know, okay, I want you to roll me. I'll be like, oh, great. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do here. It's like anything I try, he's seeing it come from a mile away anyway, so what's the point? But then... Every and I would just, yeah, I would literally do nothing. It would just be like, oh, okay, well, if I try this, he knows this is going to happen. If I try this, it's like, that's not the point. Sure. Yeah. And then after, after a while, um, I started realizing that's just not helping me at all because the idea of, like, the point of rolling with him is for him to see what level I've got to and what I need to do next. But also for and, you to learn as well so that you can go against other people, right? But, but that's it, yeah, so it's like, you know, yeah, exactly. So you're just gonna help me to figure out, is like, okay, you did this well, you didn't do that so well, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So, but instead I was stuck in this like mindset of just shrink yourself instead of mm. uh, ex extend yourself and build yourself up. And, uh, but now it's like, okay, well, I should just go for all these different things and just see what happens because if I get shut down, then I'm gonna learn what the weakest part uh, is and yeah. And he's going to be able to say to me, yeah, you did this well, you didn't do that so well. This is where you kept faltering. You made this mistake several times. I need to talk to you about that. And um, yeah, and there's, it's, yeah, it's a great learning curve. Yeah, for me, because it's like I'm going against somebody who's better than me, who um, if I'd managed to pull just the slightest thing off on, that means I know that thing, mm. right? It's like that means I'm getting better at that thing. And and yes and then and then be like okay cool that was that tells me it gives me a lot better indication of where i'm actually at right so mm -hmm. it's like when you're actually going against somebody who's better than you you're figuring out where you are actually at and um and i think that's again that's another thing to extrapolate out into uh, into into like life in general is surrounding yourself with people who are better than you at certain things yeah and um so that you really know where you level up on that kind of thing and what's really cool is, is like yeah it's like what's really cool is is you know if with you for example is like like 
essentially you're dealing with a lot of women, especially postnatal, coming um, mm-hmm. out with back pain, and then also having these conversations with you, but then also figuring out from some clients, I was like, there's a real blind spot for me here, like in terms mm. of uh, female health. Like we, we, we both know now um, uh, that there's, you know, the research that ever gets done is mostly done on men because, because yes. of the, the unpredictability of the female uh, physiology and so they throughout can't really control for that and throughout yeah. their lifespan so if they're trying to figure something out um they tend like people tend not to use women as the example so and um so yeah so there's like in general there's a bit of a there's a bit of a blind spot there so me realizing is like okay there's stuff here that i don't necessarily um know as well so mm. i want to listen to you you know i want to hear what's going on there and then like um like my housemates um like one's a phd student and another one like works in it and they think very differently and and that's really it's just really interesting to be around like really differently is like and that's what's great as well like we know that we can get along right it's like we think completely differently but they're like you know there's some of the like some of the best people that i know so you're um i'm talking to them and i'm getting a completely different perspective and not necessarily one that i agree with but it's really really cool to sit there and explore those uh, those differences teaching you how to work um, through that as well though isn't it because if you don't agree it's teaching you and helping you learn how to face disagreement hmm. constructively as well exactly. because you live with these people so you have to be mm-hmm. able to be constructive to get through something that you disagree with because you're not going to be all like oh well that's it and yeah. you know we're not mates anymore or whatever you have to mm. find a way through and i think that's really important in life and again if we bring it back to jits it's like that's what you're trying to do when you're rolling yeah. with someone you're trying to find a way through and find your own yeah. way within this disagreement so yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly and like yeah, and that's what's really cool is um seeing how uh, yeah, just seeing how my mind set is shifting from that kind of thing, because it's very mm. much like um, I know you know you talk about being agreeable. I am yes. definitely more of an agreeable person as yes. well. So when something comes my way, whereas like, I don't necessarily agree with it, I just uh, 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 like my, the default is to not really necessarily challenge the other person or not explore that or because mm. of like mostly from a position of um feeling like um uh, uh like i don't want to like it goes back to imposing and assertiveness is like i don't want to impose you know i don't want to assert and uh, assert anything and make that person feel uncomfortable but um but the truth is there's so much more to be gained from having that conversation and um and actually having a bit of pushback than mm. uh, than it than any other way and because uh, you know you just delve into something which is a lot deeper you you know uncover some things which are really really useful for yourself mm. so the amount the amount of times like you know, gone into a conversation somebody has um a different uh, perspective that helps me inform a mind is is just incredible and then like um you know, I give you a good example of it is um, it's something a bit more. It's like not, not nothing like life changing or anything like that. But it's like you know, me and my housemate watched a movie together, um, Magnolia. I don't know if you know about it. You've seen I've it. I've heard of it. Yeah, but um, I for me, yeah, I think it's a I think it's a sick film, and um, 
but he was like, oh no, this is shit, <laughs> right? So, um, but then the interesting thing is like, we like a lot of the same films as well. So mm -hmm. it's like, okay, what was it about that that you don't like? Um, what is it about it? And it made me think about genu like, genuinely like, why is it that I like this movie as well? So, the, and some of the reasons that I liked it was actually the reason that he doesn't like it. And this is complete, and it's like, and I was just like, oh, this is really interesting. And I was also mm -hmm. thinking, there's plenty of people who would be offended by that. Like, you know, it's like you're, you are being challenged or you're being like, it, you, people can construe it as you're being told that the way you view something is shit, is just... Um, or your preference is, is shit, right? Yeah, exactly. Because if it's like the reasons that I like this movie are the exact reasons that this person who I have a lot of respect for and like, you know, he's a great friend of mine and we like a lot of the same things, but there's certain things that are just like, this is not, uh, it's not the same. It can make you feel defensive. It can make you feel like, mm. oh, maybe, maybe I've done something and maybe I've got a wrong viewpoint here or maybe um, I'm not understanding something very well. So you can start to get a little bit defensive and you can feel even offended by that opinion. But really, all it highlighted was, you know, we just see things a bit differently. You know, our background, our the way that we've yeah. um, grown up and the f uh, ideas that we've formulated and stuff like that just shape the way we view things differently. So what's interesting then is like, we're never questioning why we like the same movies. So then it made us think, actually, we probably like the same movies, but for very different reasons now as well, right? So there'll be a lot of overlap for sure, but there'll also be some different, some reasons that we never really thought about. So. Uh, which was which was really cool. So just like you know, I was sitting there, I was listening to him, and I was like, "No, I don't agree with that at all." But that's really interesting that you would think that. And mm. um, and yeah, I just kind of like left it at that. I was like, "Cool, it's, it's wicked." It's like, all right, um, you know, I'm sorry you didn't enjoy it, but I really, I really like this movie. Not, and it's a three, and it's like when you don't enjoy it, and it's a three-hour-long movie, you're like, "Oh, I've never got that time back." And uh, but, but I think I, I think that's okay because you still mm. experienced it. You still experienced something. And something mm -hmm. that came up as you were talking, it's like, yeah, your housemate and you might not have found that film, uh, found it the same, but actually it could all be down to headspace and where you are at that moment in time and how you're feeling and your emotions and what's been going on in the background and everything. It's like he might have felt agitated was just not quite in the right headspace and you were in a good headspace to watch that particular film. So that's the reality as well. It's like your realities are really different sometimes you're different people experiencing the same thing from a different perspective. So that can often have an effect. Sometimes I'm so agitated that I can't watch a film. And sometimes I'm in exactly the right space to watch exactly the film that I'm watching. And I think it just, that's the reality, that's your reality. So maybe that's the way as well. Um, yeah, because I, I think I like many of the films that you like, but I'm sure there's some of them that I don't like. But Again, it's all to do with experience. And you said something to me about one of the films that uh, you told me to watch with Amy Adams. What, what was that? Yeah, that was it. And you were like, you'll relate to that more because you're a mother, whereas I relate to that Tom Cruise film more because of, of Tom Cruise. Do you know what I mean? It was like, so hmm. our experiences when we're watching something are going to be different because I, I, I will look at it from, I guess, a mother's point of view. So that spoke to me more. Then mm. I can't remember the name of the film. What was the, what was the uh, Tom Cruise film? Oblivion. Yes, that was it. Mm. And even though I loved it, it's like Arrival mm. spoke to me more because mm. of, I guess, our different situations. So there's all of that yeah. that comes into it when you're watching things like that. But I, going back to being agreeable, I am very agreeable. 
but I'm also learning that it's okay not to be and to almost listen to my body when something doesn't sit right with me, you know, mm. when I don't agree with something. And I think it's about how you come at it as well. I think if you're like, no, nah, I don't agree with that. Fuck you, I'm right, you're wrong, blah, blah, blah. then, then, and I am going to shrink. If someone does that to me, I'm massively going to shrink and go, okay, that's fine. Whereas if the other person's going to explore it with me and sit and we'll go, okay, well, let's figure this out. Why don't we agree? And let's, let's, let's come at this, you know, with curiosity and, and thoughtfulness and respect for each other, then I think that's very different. And if you are exploring something that you don't agree with, with someone that you trust, then that that's okay that's when it is and that's when I won't shrink and that's when I'm like okay yeah. all right it's okay to have a, a differing opinion to someone and and let's figure out why and and then yeah. okay we still might not agree on something but we've seen each other's uh differing opinions and I think I think that's important as well because again it comes back to different realities different upbringings, different environments, different backgrounds, different experiences. And that's going to shape whether you agree with whatever you're talking about or not. So I think it's about respect and just exploration as well. And, and, and having those agreements or disagreements with people that you feel comfortable doing that with as well. Yeah, it's, uh, that's a good place to start. But also if somebody comes at you with, now you're full of shit, it's kind yeah. of, you just yeah you have to be able to hold your ground a little bit as well it's like yeah that's what because I'm it's good at. yeah that's um that's the thing so yeah i'm gonna, <laughs> now, I'm, gonna I'm gonna deliberately do this with you now it's like you're gonna say something to me i'm like true that was bullshit what are you talking about and i'm just gonna see where you go with it and i'll be like no you just you shrunk don't shrink stand up stand up for yourself <laughs> just gonna randomly just do this you do it all the time on text, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're learning to, yeah, over text at least, you're learning to push back against it. me. So that's good. So yes. that's good. <laughs> we put yeah. <forgot> something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, I know what he's doing here, that bastard. <laughs> so I'm just like, fuck off, back. Yeah. Yeah, especially when it's like a little bit more of a vulnerable moment. You said to me, you said, you said thank you to me for something the That's other day. That's it, for and the just, podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you were like, thank you. And I just went, fuck off. <laughs> and you're like, oh, there. Like... <laughs> Again, that was another deliberate one of just like, uh, yeah, Cole, give me something back, dude. I want something back out of you. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. Your message, it was funny. I was just like, oh, yeah. Gorinda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate the uh, the sentiment and the gratitude. Uh, you know that as well. I did I say know, that. Afterwards. I know. But, uh, but you had to caveat it though afterwards. You were like, I can't believe this. Fuck off, dude. Can I? You're like, no, thank you, Spam. That's what. It's only afterwards. It's only afterwards. It's like you. You, you got the message and then then i sent you that afterwards but uh but uh, yeah it's like yeah it's, it's kind of like um building yeah, building your own confidence up um or rather it's yeah it's just kind of you have to have your own confidence with it right but it's also 
Yeah, this is this is where I love like being. Also, you know, it's like uh, just realizing that nothing is black and white. There's the nuance to no. it as well because you can't you can't you can't be hubris by your own confidence. It's like if somebody does challenge you, even if it is in a bit of a dickish way, it's like even if it is yeah. done in a very um, forceful way, is like yeah, okay, instant reaction, get defensive, and it's just like wait, why has that just happened? Um, and if you want to engage, great. If you don't, it's like, yeah, just leave it at that. It just doesn't matter. But just knowing that, uh, and if it, uh, knowing that, you, you know, just because somebody approaches it that way, it doesn't mean that you are necessarily wrong, right? So there's, um, right. but there, yeah, exactly but then also, right. yeah, there's like that kind of, the kind of nuance to it as well. Like, uh, you know, we said it before is like perspective is just a slither of reality and it's often distorted because it's just, you know, whatever we choose to believe at that phase of our life. Mm -hmm. So there is an element of actually, no, we do need to go digging for the actual truth here as well, um, because it can't just be relative to what a person believes. So if they're attacking something which is not grounded in any kind of like truth or as like trying to be as objective as possible, then, then, uh, then yeah, then then they're probably wrong. Like, you know, then there's, there's, there's something that you just can't get, um, mm -hmm. you can't get to the bottom of. Um, so you have to, yeah, there, there, there are times where obviously like clearly somebody's going to be wrong, but it's just like, on what level is it? Like where, mm -hmm. where, which level are you playing this game at? Like where, when does it matter that if somebody is actually right or wrong in this instance? And, um, but yeah, but that's the nature of reality as well. It's like, we're just never going to, we're never going to really know. But as long as, you know, whatever viewpoint you have, I guess, on a grand scale of things is yeah. not not screwing somebody over, then it's all good, isn't all it? good. Mm. I was also going to say that um, not everyone is going to like you, regardless of what you think, feel, talk about. Um, mm. what it? Oh, not everyone's going to agree with you, right? Mm. But as long as you're being authentic and you're, I don't know, you're, you're, you're being the best version of yourself and I don't know, but just on being agreeable, it's just, I think it's just about being as authentic as you can be and not trying to be likable, hmm. right? So this is what we're talking about. This is, this is where being agreeable is, it's essentially you're trying to get people not to like you, but being agreeable is about not ruffling any feathers not wanting to to make an impact or anything but actually being yourself and being your authentic self you, some people aren't going to like you some people mm -hmm. are going to not agree with you you know i often think about this when i post stuff up on social media it's like sometimes i'm like oh people are going to think i'm an idiot and then it's like well what do you think as in me what what do mm. i think am i happy with what i'm posting because if i'm happy it doesn't really matter do you know what i mean and I, that might sound arrogant it might sound uh, narcissistic but it's like but is it because if I'm being authentic and I'm coming from a place of being genuine then someone might not like it someone might think I'm an idiot something like oh well, there she is again posting pictures of herself but it's like but that's how I'm trying to get my message across so I think it's something that we spoke about with Emily as well it's just like we're trying to get a message across and sometimes using an image that we might not want to use brings that message across no no mm -hmm. what do you think it's like i just I, I, it was just a thought that you're 
if you're happy with what you're writing and what you're saying and what what you're talking about, then yeah, some people aren't going to like it, but not everyone is, and that's the way it is, mm. right? It can't be can't be shooting for the likes, right? Can't nah. be shooting for the impact. Yeah, it's um, how do you how do you deal with that in life in general? Because it's what like the the idea of uh, not being liked. So if that I does actually difficult. happen. Yeah, I find it difficult, but at the same time, again, it, it comes back to reality, doesn't it? It comes back to everything that we've just discussed, that in someone's reality, they might not like me for X, Y, and Z, but if I'm being my true, authentic self, then I can't be anything else. I can't be what everyone you know expects me to be or, or likes of me, because that's not really the way it works. It's like, yeah, I find it hard if people don't like me, but at the same time, it's like that. I, what other people think of me is not my is not my problem. It's like it's what do I think of me? Am I happy with what how I present myself to the world? And if I am, that's all I can do. You can't please everyone, and nor should mm. you, right? Mm. So, it's about how I feel and and how how I choose to live my life, and is it authentic to me? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Do you kind of do you have any memory of the last time it might happen to you and like how you dealt with it? What if someone didn't like me? Yeah. yeah not, I, not that, not that yeah. I could share, but uh. yeah, yeah, they're dead now. She killed them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't cross Jude. Put them up. Uh, yeah. I'm really trying to think. So like, I, I I don't know if people don't like me. People don't always state yeah. it, do they? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I was just wondering if, like, if you ever found out, like, I don't, yeah, I don't really remember. Is, um, but, I can't imagine yeah, anyone not liking you, but go on, tell me, has anyone, have you ever had that interest or that, that, that point, not interest, but has anyone said to you, they don't like you? <laughs> Why does that, that make you laugh that much? You just think it's that outlandish that somebody wouldn't yeah, like you? Yeah, I do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I like him. No, I yeah. just can't imagine it. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just, um, yeah, I guess, I guess in a way, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest, I'll say it's like, I can't really imagine somebody not liking me as well. Not like, again, not in this arrogant, narcissistic kind of way. This is just purely like, you, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just purely like, because I've just not really had it, so I don't know what it would be like. So if it, if it ever happened and somebody was just like, he's just a total dick, there's just something yeah. about him I just don't like, I'll be like, uh, okay, cool. I mean, I can't. It's like I'm really curious to know what you think it is. Actually, I'll be like, please tell me, tell me. because I'd, I'd want to know. Yeah, I'd want to know. It's like, obviously that's a difficult thing to take on if somebody like hits on something and you're like, oh, that's probably kind of true. Oh shit, that. Oh yeah, okay, I've got to deal with but that. Then now. you've got to sit with yeah. that, haven't you? Yeah, and decide exactly. like what you're gonna do. And you go, oh shit. I mean, you know, it's it's ego, isn't it? And it's like when someone yeah. disrupts that and ruffles your feathers, it's like, Urgh. and it's like I'm not great at criticism, but I'm getting better at taking criticism. When I was a musician and someone mm. criticised me, God help them. But yeah. now it's like, bring it. T give me the mm. criticism i don't just want like oh lovely lovely i just i want to know what i can do better you know mm. it's mm. i think it's so important to grow but no i can't imagine anyone disliking you to be fair <laughs> unless <laughs> unless they're just like a fucking gorinda honestly <laughs> he's just too good isn't he <laughs> Go on, yeah, keep saying it june where was just you're on a roll here keep saying those good things yeah go on <laughs> <laughs> 
is that I'm done now. It's finished. Oh, is that it? That's all you had? All right, great. I'll just, uh, I'll have to go massage my own ego later on then. Yes, do that. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's true. It's just, uh, I yeah. don't know. It's like, I, okay, maybe in our world, maybe there would be uh, a bit of, I don't know, jealousy. Maybe there'd be a bit of that. I don't know, a bit of envy there. People... See, maybe for both of us, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe there's a bit of envy. That would be the only thing that I could think. That mm. Oh, right. Okay. Right. On that note. Yeah. Right. Right. Sorry. I just didn't know who you, in relation to who you're talking uh, about. I know. Now, but, uh, sorry. I wasn't very yeah. clear. But um, no, yeah, no, that's, that's the only reason that people are like, I don't like him or her because, you know, they're, they're doing all this. Uh, yeah. It was that, that maybe there's, there's just envy there. and. Mm. Yeah. Cool. You know, it's... Um, it's interesting it just makes me think of another thing like which i would find difficult to deal with and uh, yeah it comes from like you know growing up as like with a with a bit more uh, with a bit more it's like i still battle with it every day it's just like a full-on fixed mindset of just um uh it's yeah it's interesting because it's like you know i you know you can look at me and be like oh he's mr growth mindset it's like yeah because i try and practice it all the time it's like uh, i have yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like I'm trying to change that relationship that I have um, with, yeah, with myself. You know, it's like that sounds or what's the word? There's, it's like I can't remember what the word is where you're just referring to as that self-referential. But it's, um, but it's true. It is like yeah, that relationship with because you, you know you're not just one being. You you're just uh, there's lots of different aspects of you that are feeding into the core of you, right? So changing all the uh, time. Yeah. So it's like yeah, changing uh, the changing the relationship that I have with those, you know, any different part of myself. And, uh, and so, yeah, so one of the things has always been like, um, kind of like you're not sounding stupid um, or rather I don't mind not knowing something, but I don't want to, yeah, it's the idea of asking a stupid question. And so there's, <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it's like, I mean, that's pretty common as well in the sense that like a lot of people don't put their hand up and when they're not sure or something mm. is um, it just, no, it's it's not quite asking a stupid question. It's more like I don't want to ask a. Qu I think this goes just like just in terms of exploration. I don't want to ask a question which has an obvious answer. In that sense, why? I think I think it's um, well. I just yeah no I I don't like budget questions basically. <laughs> It's like, I call it a budget. Is that what you I call mean? it a budget question? Yeah, it's like no, like if I'm trying to find something out, I don't want just a yes or no. Uh, I don't want a question which is just a yes or no. Like I'm not going to be like, is it because of this? And you can say yes or no. I don't know. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to get at is, is uh, I like to inform more inquisitive questions. And so I feel like if I'm not doing that, I'm like, oh, that's just a bit stupid. That wasn't. That wasn't asking for. Uh, what did you say to me at the asking. beginning of the podcast? What did you say to me just before? Just before what? The podcast. What did you just tell me? There are no stupid questions, right? Did I? Yes, you did. <laughs> you like that? Oh, just, Damn it! Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, no, I think, um, yeah, there's, there's no stupid question. I think it's just a case of... Just formulating an inquisitive question, I basically. Know, I, I just like, I think there's there's this this quality of questions, right? Is 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 what I'm getting at. Um, so I'm always trying to trying to ask a better question, mm. uh, and I think that's um, 
yeah it's a tough thing to do like most things is a skill yeah it's uh, Huge. um yeah so i think i don't know maybe that's somewhere where sometimes it comes down to communication yeah, well, has, though, doesn't it? but it, it has been in the past it was something where i would just like not do anything with but uh you know if 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 i needed to and i just wouldn't really i would just like you know sit back a little bit more but now because I'm a lot more aware of it, I just try and put myself in that situation where I feel like I like I must ask that question, and uh, I must speak up and I must say something. Otherwise, um, there's an opportunity lost here. That's more, and, that's more uh, about confidence as well, though, isn't it? It's like when you have more confidence in what you want to ask, and that you know that it's a well-rounded and useful question. That mm. and that comes from learning and learning more about yourself and learning about the subject that you are studying and asking mm. a question to the expert that you've come to study with. I think that's definitely down to confidence and and confidence in what you're asking and confidence in yourself mm. as well. Yeah. Me, I like yeah. to just kind of sit there and, and absorb mm. it and then I'll ask the questions. But mm. yeah, I think it's different learning styles as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, this yeah, it's less to do with learning styles. I think it's more to do with where I sit, like with myself. <laughs> I, would, I kind of feel like uh, so. Let's say, you know, we're going to have some pretty exciting guests coming on to the podcast, yes. right? Through through the month of June. Yeah. And uh, all will be revealed, people. All mm -hmm. will be revealed. Soon, soon. Um, exactly. So, so what, like for me personally, it's kind of like. Um, I could go, yeah, I could go in completely blind into these conversations and not know anything about them and inquire. And that can, like, generally that, like, is probably fine. But then also, for me, I'm like, well, whatever I can find out about this mm. person or, you know, the, the line of work or something like that, uh, the, the higher level conversation that we can have. And I feel like people will get more out of it too. And I feel yes, like I would I get more out of it too. Yes. So, um, so there's that side of it where it's like, I don't want to do that. I want to be able to ask a higher, uh, better quality question. You know, that, that's that's basically what it is. Um, I want to have thought about it a little bit more. And there's exponentially more to be gained by having one question, which is a much better question than what I would have gone in with if I didn't, uh, if I didn't know anything about this person or their body of work or anything at all. Um, so. So that's where I kind of sit with it. It's just, it goes back to when we talked about that question of, oh, if you have to ask yourself, will this do? The answer is invariably it won't. Mm. And so with me, it's kind of like, okay, well, if I don't yeah. do this stuff, I know I'm going to feel like I've missed an opportunity here. So um, I feel like I have to get myself uh, up to a certain level to be able to get a hell of a lot more out of something. And, yeah. um, and then, yeah. yeah, but then, you know, within that, if there's something which I completely have no idea about. It's like, okay, yeah, I've got nothing here. Can you help me understand where you're coming from with that? So, yeah, it's interesting. Again, it's like it's not straightforward. It's not necessarily like it's not. This is this is exactly the way things are. There's 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 nuance to it, but essentially, it's like for me, I feel like I'm personally asking myself if I go into something where I just don't have that much background in. In it, or at least I haven't done a little bit of research to understand what it's about, mm. then I feel like I'm wasting, wasting opportunity. I, I also think it, you feel like you're underprepared. And then for me, it would go back to preparation is everything. Like when I used to be a musician, 
being mm. the most prepared I can be. Yes, it's different when you're interviewing someone, but if I went in blind and I didn't know anything about them and I hadn't done any study, I hadn't done any research, I didn't know anything about them, I would feel hugely underprepared and and it's almost like I hadn't practiced, I hadn't, and, and you know, and the questions wouldn't be as insightful. You come at it from a performance point of view, it's got to be a good performance. This person who's coming on our show or whatever it might be, or you're asking a question within, a lecture or whatever it's like asking a useful question it, it, it's important for you isn't it and it means that you've come at it from you've learned it you've practiced some stuff you haven't just come in blind and I think that's what you're talking about sometimes people might ask questions where it's like you haven't really done the study or you don't you, you're not really quite at that level Whereas if you're coming in from an informed place and from a place where you've practiced and understood and you have a baseline of knowledge about that person, that subject, whatever, then that question is going to be more informed. Like I couldn't think of anything worse of, than interviewing the people that we're about to interview and not having done the work behind them. I think that would terrify mm. me and I'd just sit there like that. <laughs> so I'm, like I will read as much as possible <laughs> before. You're just going to exactly. shut your camera off. <laughs> like that for the whole yeah. two hours. Dude, you got anything to say? Uh-uh, no. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what it is. It's just coming from a place of being informed and also just having done the work. And that's mm. when the questions will be really interesting, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, as you were speaking as well, it got me thinking about, you know, the need for being like, even a little bit versed in the thing that you want to <clears throat> want to discuss because, <laughs> Because there's an aspect of it, this comes back to better quality questions, basically, mm -hmm. is the idea that you don't have to, you don't have to know anything about a particular thing. But if you have a certain way of thinking, which allows you to ask inquisitive, explorative mm -hmm. questions, then that is way more valuable than having done the prerequisite research, potentially. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah, some, yeah something that I'm kind of like, mm -hmm. It's a balancing so, act, isn't it? Well, yeah, for me, it's like I still wouldn't feel complete if I didn't do the, uh, if I didn't do the work yeah, prehand and beforehand. But then also at the same time, it's like the skill of asking better questions will help me cover a lot of what I don't know because I'll be able to get a lot more out of, uh, yeah. out of the interaction or whatever it is I'm trying to do. It's just basically asking asking better questions could, asking questions is a skill as well yeah really it, could, is. it could just basically yeah it could just basically mean i don't have to know anything about you or what you do um got no grounding in it whatsoever mm -hmm. but because i know how to ask a question which you're happy to answer <laughs> and uh, feel like it's uh, it's beneficial then um uh, then yeah then we've got then we're going somewhere because there's a couple of instances i can think of where um it hasn't gone has it like it, it hasn't gone well for the interviewer uh and uh, the interviewee was like what the hell like oh really what's what, going on here in, in other podcasts it, or in just interviews in general well this is again this is at another level of like larry king interviewing jerry seinfeld like years ago okay. after seinfeld got cancelled uh, not cancelled after seinfeld was finished and larry king asked him he's like was it uh, he asked him about like you know the show getting cancelled and jerry seinfeld was like 
I, I, what? How do you not know this? Because the last episode was watched by like 90 million people in America. Uh, it was a crazy popular show. Everybody knows the story of the show, especially if you're in the media, you're going to know like how it ended and everything like that. Yeah. And like the story, like why it ended and stuff like that. So because he was getting that question, he was like, what? How the hell do you not know this? Yeah. And, and like, you know, kind of, it's kind of legit. It's like, who's doing your research? Why haven't you, yeah. why haven't you found this out? Because that's pretty easy information. And, um, and then there was another instance um, in a different way where the conversation, I felt like it could have, it could have, you could have got a lot more out of it. Maybe it was also colored by how, uh, what I was expecting from the conversation. Mm-hmm. It was just when uh, Kelly Starrett some years ago ended up on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. And, um, and it was just after he'd released uh, Becoming a Supple Leopard, uh, not soon after that. And it's just basically his guide for, you know, people taking uh, care of their own bodies. Okay. And, um, and I was pretty excited about it because, you know, he was somebody who really started opening my eyes up to the world of body maintenance and, you know, how to do that. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, so I credit him for a lot of, like, my whatever came after that, um, whatever came after that for me. And so when he's going on the show, I was like, oh, this is going to be great because, you know, Rogan's into this kind of stuff. He's super mm. into looking after your body. He probably would have read a little bit about his book and then he'd be able to talk to him about this kind of stuff. But for a, for the longest time, they just weren't on the same level. And it turned out like, um, you know, I would have thought Rogan would have read his book, especially because it's the kind of thing he's into. Yeah. And he hadn't. And they just couldn't uh, see eye to eye during a conversation. He was trying to explain some stuff to him about why it's important for fighters to do, um, to be a certain way, like, or at least look after their bodies in a certain way. And Rogan was just like, not kind of understanding because he's like, well, I am a fighter and I've been in the game, you know, for a long time. And um, as in, I understand fighting. And um, so why is this beneficial? And it was mm-hmm. like, I think you'd know that if you'd read mm. what he what, what his uh, what his book was saying, and then you could have a better level of conversation rather than being stuck for forty minutes on whether something is useful or not for right. uh, for a fighter, and um, and so yeah, maybe on one level, like so that's probably coloured by my expectation of what the kind of convers- like the kind of conversation they could have had, um, mm. and instead it was just like they just didn't it just didn't look like they saw eye to eye. And on, but on the flip side is, is like, well, this is what would happen if um, somebody, you know, wasn't familiar with the subject topic and uh, uh, you're trying to, trying to figure it out as you go along. But yeah. then for me, I was like, it's just, this is getting stuck in a place where it doesn't need to get stuck. Right. So, so I kind of think of those examples of like, uh, you know, not asking a good question on one side and then on the other side is... Um, like that level of preparation, which could have excelled the the, the side yeah. of the, the kind of the so this is balance, isn't having. it? Yeah. And I was going to ask you actually. It's like you've obviously done the podcast for over a, well over a year now, and you've had several several guests on. Do you feel like the way you interview and the way you've asked questions has changed? I was your first guest as well, so hmm. do you feel like it's changed because of? It's a learning experience. Every time you have someone on, every time you're asking questions, every time you have someone on that you might not know or you might not know much about, it's like, do you feel like the way you ask questions has changed and developed and, and grown since you've been doing the podcast? The way you communicate, even. Mm. Yeah, that's um, good because uh, I haven't explicitly thought about it. But mm. what, I, what has happened is... Um, 
like first of all, the, like the key thing for me is just to be curious and have that have that conversation with someone with mm -hmm. with curiosity. And so, what has happened is. I mean, questions-wise, what what will happen? It's like the thing that I can think of is I will just write down an idea uh, of something that I want to talk about with the person, and like just the first version of that thought is just um, that's it. Like uh, like for example, the first time you were on, the thing I can remember thinking about uh, thinking to ask you was about like you know your musical brain essentially is like you know how you see things. So yeah. I was just like. That's it. It's like, how does Jude see things? And that's mm. that's all it was. And then from that, it was like, no, like, what what do I actually mean from that? So then it would just be, it's, it's just like writing down the initial thought and then writing down what I actually yeah. want to want want to get out of it. And um, and then yeah, and then asking the question, which will allow you to uh, answer uh, answer yeah. the actual question rather than. It being um, it, it, it going off in a different way. So and then yeah, and the same thing with like the latest one was with Emily and like body image. I just literally mm. wrote down like keywords, a bunch of things that I had in my yeah. head, and then realized okay, this stands out a bit more. I'm gonna um, formulate a question around that, and then I'd write the question out, and I go, um, nah, not that's not good enough. <laughs> it's like, and then let me let me ask it in a way which will hopefully tease out more of an answer. Mm. So, so I think it's just, um, it's just been that, yeah, that process of, uh, that's what I've realized I need to do is just like, first of all, just have a bit of a process around it. And it's, yeah, it's still getting better. Um, of course, sure. it will be different in a year, I'll tell you that now. And yeah. has it helped you in life? Doing this, asking questions within the podcast, communicating, asking questions to someone that you might not know. Has it helped you stay with your work, with with your, I don't know, your everyday, with your friendship, etc.? Has it helped in every day? Yeah, 100%. Um, totally. It's You're just, cool. um, I mean, the ways that it's helped, the biggest one is just be able to express what you're thinking even if you don't know where you're going with it yeah so i think that's really cool because because yeah. what's really cool about that is is um you you don't really you don't really know like one of the things i don't really know if i believe the thing i'm about to say and it's okay to be that way right mm, uh, is curious. is yeah. yeah, that's it. It's just like, it's just being curious. It's just because I say some words, it doesn't define who I am, right? It's mm -hmm. like, I can say something outlandish. It doesn't mean I believe it. It's the idea, I can't remember whoever said it or exactly how the line goes, but it's essentially, is like the, the mark of a wise man is being able to entertain a thought without becoming the thought, you know? So I feel like, I feel mm -hmm. like I've got better at doing that and because I've realized that if I say something, it doesn't mean that that's who I am. So I don't have to feel self-conscious about having this thought. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a really important thing for people that's in general is, yeah. is because we, we, we have so many thoughts and the thoughts do have the potential to define you as a human being, depending on yes. how repetitive those thoughts are. So, but if you can, but if you can definitely like, you know, 
entertainer thought it can it can be something heinous it could be something like like crazy um but you know that that's not that's not uh that's that doesn't necessarily have to define who i am mm. and uh and it's then then you're in a good spot then you then you realize like okay here's here's um here's what i like you know it could be here's what i do actually think but uh, but having like you know a crazy thought can actually help you figure out where you actually sit with something as well so mm. i think um yeah what's been really cool about that is just basically being able to just say things and not know where you're going to end up with it and not letting it define you is something that's also difficult to kind of grasp as well because it's like mm-hmm. as soon as it says something and then it's because it's especially in podcast format you put it out there and yeah. it's like it's kind of like uh you know it's con- it's concretized in a way you know it's like oh you just you said this in this podcast is like yeah okay but it doesn't necessarily mean i stand by 100% because yeah. yeah exactly you can change your mind and at the same time is like there's a lot of things like sometimes i'm saying it and i um realize that i f- like i don't know how i feel about something i'm getting this sort of certain kind of feeling in my like you know my chest mm. and my diaphragm area and i'm like i don't really know what i'm about to say uh, yeah i don't really know what i'm saying here and um and that's cool because there's two things there is like one is like getting comfortable with that feeling Mm. um but before that is actually becoming aware of that feeling so i actually know now um if i feel that way then i'm saying things that i'm not entirely sure about and then i realize that, oh shit that's that's quite often <laughs> you know but that's okay. like, there's a, there's a lot of times it's like because you it's just really uh, sometimes cool. yeah sometimes it can be a bunch of things that i am certain about but i'm linking mm. together in a way which i haven't done before so i'm not sure if it will make sense uh, entirely and that's sort of, and that happens often so um and that's useful. It's useful to know to, to really go useful. through because you're figuring out whether what you know, how those things influence each other, and and that's really cool. So, yeah, the idea of just being able to speak and not uh, be completely attached to the words that come out of your mouth, the ability to articulate is is a key mm. one. I struggle with that all the time as well because sometimes mm. I find myself like uh, sometimes I find myself thinking, okay. I, not thinking sometimes i find myself being able to articulate something and other times often it's just like i can't i, I don't know how i'm going to say this and um so discovering the right vocabulary and the right way to say something yeah. it's been a really it's been really helpful for that and that's an important part of communication right is just being able to say things yeah. um appropriately um in a way that gets your point across um there's, there's so much else and just so in the being inquisitive as well so it's allowed me to um ask questions in real life as well not just in this podcast not just because there's people i'm talking to here but it's like uh you know it goes back to asking people who know stuff better than i do in certain yeah. areas um and getting their opinion on stuff like for example like my bro and my flatmate um they they understand cryptocurrencies pretty well Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, and uh, but from two very different perspectives as well, so as, which is very cool. Like uh, my flatmate from like the the technical side of things, especially, mm-hmm. and then my bro from like the economic side of things, especially. Oh, so if uh, yeah, so if like they'll talk about it, and I've I'll, be, I'll realize I I got no idea what uh, what they're necessarily talking about because like mm-hmm. I'm interested, but I haven't taken that interest and ran with it and done yeah. actually something with it. It's like I'm 
I have a cursory knowledge of what's going on around it. But then if there's mm. something that I really want to know, I'm going to ask them and I'm going to hear something from two different perspectives. And um, so, so basically being, being able to figure out like what perspectives and what angles people look at things from, that's really, mm. that's actually been helpful. And, um, and knowing that, you know, the different perspective people have, like where I can categorize them, but also just also being able to, um, bit feeling confident asking those questions as well, um, is, yeah. is a key thing is like not feeling like, Oh, I don't know anything. So what's the point in asking is like, no, that's definitely why you should ask is, uh, even yeah. if it ends up being, goes back to, yeah, if it ends up being a silly question, it doesn't matter because at least you've got a lot more clarity around it. And, um, yeah. So yeah, so asking better questions of people around me and stuff that they're f familiar with and things I'm not is, has been super helpful. Um, oh, God, I mean, I, yeah, I could, go, I could, yeah, I could go on about it. There's, there's so many other things. It's just um, teaching me, you know, about myself in mm -hmm. in those regards. Um, teaching me where I actually sit with something. What I, what do I know? What I not know? Um, and it becomes a lot clearer. Mm. And uh, and just really, just really being okay with exploring and and uh and yeah not knowing and then just figuring out as you go along because i think yeah. i may have described this to you before as well whereas like when i'm saying something i feel like i'm trading a path and that path yeah. is form forming itself as i go along that's what that visual looks like so it's um yeah the path starts to appear the more steps i take down it yeah. so it's like I basically you have no idea where you're going because it's just it hasn't existed before and um that line but the of more thought, you do yeah. that the more you do that the more you go into that and do that week in week out the better you're going to get at forming those pathways and figuring mm -hmm. stuff out as well so those neural connectors whatever it is that they will they will get better at doing that because the brain almost goes oh here we are again we're trying to figure something out and this is what's going to happen so mm -hmm. more often than not it it becomes clearer you gain clarity from doing that and actually your knowledge improves because you are starting with something that you might not know much about or you've read and then you're trying to verbalize it to someone like me who might not know much about it or knows a bit about it or we're talking to our listeners and that then that becomes more concrete and you're doing that week in week out so the familiarity builds more connectors right yeah. so yeah that's a really Absolutely. cool thing yeah, absolutely. And uh, mm. yeah, and this the idea of like, you know, it improves your listening. Mm. So it's like, That's I huge. feel like, yeah, I feel like that was something I was good at anyway. But what's key here is, is uh, it happens often where, you know, you'll say something or I guess we'll say something. Mm. And if I hadn't listened because I was already, because I do, I would have some things that I want to actually ask you about or talk to you yeah. about. I could just like not um, I could just kind of dismiss what they've just said and keep asking mm -hmm. what I wanted to ask about. But really what ends up happening is, is I'm actually listening and then you say things and then my mind goes, oh crap, we could go here, here and here. Then I have to make a decision of, yeah. do I continue down the path that um, I wanted to go on initially or mm -hmm. has this been uh, captivating enough to what you just said is it captivating enough to actually travel down that path now as well and um so kind of being able to make that judgment call but also exp yeah so then really paying attention to know what uh, direction mm. you want to take something in and uh, i think that's been 
That's been good because it's yeah. just yeah, it forces you yeah, you see you 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 listen. It's it's better it's better to do that because then you go oh hang on wait a minute there's there's mm. a lot more interesting stuff here, and uh, and so that's cool. And then yeah, and then afterwards yeah. you can always bring it back around to what you actually were interested in as well once you once you get a bit of a clarification on the other thing. So it happens all the time, and um, mm. which is cool. So yeah, the ability to listen because you have to otherwise it's um, a skill. It really is like listening. Mm properly listening to someone not just to answer or ask your own question like you said but to actually listen to what someone's saying and remember it and retain it to then create another question to bring the conversation somewhere else it's a real skill to uh to know how to listen well and that's something that I've definitely got better at I was always quite a good listener but to actually listen to someone not to not to answer or not to say something back that you're already thinking about but to actually talk about what they're talking about is is important isn't it yeah yeah because we always have like like already like preconceived questions that we want to ask regardless of whether it's in the podcast or out in the real world it's like actually if you actually listen to someone then the conversation's going to go somewhere quite different so mm-hmm. rather than you know you're not listening to answer you're listening to i don't know just talk about what they what they're focused in on i think mm-hmm. and that's a skill for sure yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's, there's, yeah, the ability to get good at that and express that has been helped, yeah, for sure, by the mm, podcast. Huge, um, yeah, same. And just to be able to, you know, consolidate what I already know, the ability to communicate yeah. what I already know, um, it's been big that. for that. Yeah. It's been definitely, definitely huge for that. And then also kind of um, give myself a bit of a talking to as well you know sometimes it's like i don't mean that in a negative way where i'm telling myself mm-hmm. off like uh, when you hear like you know give yourself a talking to it's like no it's um when i'm exploring these ideas is just reminding me of the value that they hold to me and, mm-hmm. and that's important because you have to talk to yourself in that way a little bit as well because yes. otherwise you just forget what's actually genuinely important to you um yeah. and yeah and a good example of that is just when um you know you could talked about it last was it last week week before is the week before where you were talking about you know you wake up you roll over and the first thing you do is look at your phone in the mm-hmm. morning all right and mm-hmm. uh like that can happen and then you just you're in somebody else's headspace because you got all these yeah. uh, messages or profiles that you're looking at and you're scrolling and you will end up um you're not checking with yourself you're in somebody else's zone right it yep. is uh or rather those other people are influencing the zone that you could be in. And yes. so you're already kind of like starting off your day a bit scattered. And um, and so what instead needs to happen is kind of like wake up in the morning and have something that reminds you that you don't want to do that because it's not a productive way to start your day. It's more productive yes. for you to actually get out of bed, make a cup of coffee, just get yourself in the right headspace to take on your, your day. Gather your thoughts, yeah. Gather your thoughts. So there's a reminder that needs to be set there so we have to we have to be able to do that and like you know podcast has been good for me like that as well is where Mm -hmm. the things that um i teach other people i'm also reiterating it to myself you know and and yeah Mm -hmm. and that conversation that we're having here and the things that we explore is teaching me about um is is teaching me to um sorry that's the wrong word to use uh, the conversation that we end up having here is essentially showing me um, what I'm trying to em- yeah, embody, is yes. like you said it. It is, yeah. it is basically what I'm trying to embody and like 
was just reminding myself of why this stuff is important and yeah. uh, you need that you 100% need that is like being able Definitely. to being able to remind yourself of why you do the things that you do remind yourself of what's important to you remind yourself mm. of your values remind yourself of why you wake up in the mornings why you act um yeah. and yeah it's been important uh it's been hugely relevant to that kind of thing so it's always mm. a case of you know you start something and you just don't know what you're going to get out of it you never know the full truth of the full uh, spectrum of what you're going to get out of it yeah. so it was just a case of you know we just decided to start a conversation and just see what happened and then over time it gets into something where you realize okay this is kind of what i want it to be go yes. with that but then not worry about it um filling that um uh, filling that uh, not quota filling that um desire it's kind of uh let it yeah kind of let it go where it may as well it's like okay here's a plan for it but also i'm going to be open to yeah. where and that's what i really what, like what comes out of it yeah yeah that's what i really like is that we vaguely have a couple of things that we might discuss but actually the conversation always morphs and flows somewhere else and mm. and that's the beauty of it as well um and it always amazes me that i have enough in my brain <laughs> to, to actually no, do you know what i mean though it's like what are we yeah, talking about and it's like i've actually got enough in my brain and i've, I've got all this knowledge that actually everything that I embody in my life is uh, this is the stuff that we talk about and it but at the same time it it brings back home everything that I need to do in my day in my week to live my best life and fulfill my potential so it's almost like mm. this is a really nice way of summarizing everything each week that we need to do not just tell our clients but that we need to do to live our best lives as well you know mm. not, not even just setting an example though I always feel like I set an example for my child and, and I guess for my clients, friends, whatever, but just for us really um, mm. to live our, our best life. Um, yeah. And something that the podcast does for me is it, and I think you hit on it before, is that it really helps my communication, but also it helps me to verbalize and summarize important things that I need to get across fairly quickly um, I want to say slowly, but I don't, I don't know if I mean that, but within my classes or my teaching, like I, I teach, I think I've said before, I teach quite big Zoom classes. And to be able to communicate over a, a digital format movement and why we're doing this movement and to say it quickly, but succinctly enough so that you're not just constantly talking is so important. So in that respect, my communication has definitely been upped by doing this and, and learning how to summarize something well and concisely enough that people can understand it across that medium, that format is really important. So, mm. you know, you're, you're reaching 150, 200 people and you have to be able to describe stuff really, really accurately and really well so that they, in their living room, from your computer to theirs, they can understand what you're talking about. Because often it gets lost within the visual. So your explanation has to be quite, you can't tactile cue either. So your explanation has to be fairly on point. So to be able to verbalize and communicate in that way is super important for me. So I think just communicating well within the podcast helps me communicate well within my work and my life as well. Mm. Yeah, fully. Mm. there's 
yeah, the communication aspect of it. There was, yeah, there was something that you said it just reminded me and uh, it just kind of left me as well at the same time. It's like, oh yeah, that was good. And then getting, getting the communication back. on point. It will come back. It will come, come back. But there's, uh, oh man, felt <laughs> like it was a good one. The, the birdie's flown away with my idea again. I couldn't tell you what I said either, yeah. to be honest with you. Isn't that weird how that happens as well? It's like you start saying you something and my brain does it. And then if you were like, what did you just say? I'd be like, I have no idea. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, that's, that's, it's like it for, you formulate it and you say it and it, and you know that you're going to say it. But then after it's been said, I'm like, I don't really know what hmm. I just said. <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, actually, well, one of the things was it, um, how much you actually have in your brain. And yeah. Um, and yeah, what that made me think of was uh, that communication, getting it on point, is so valuable because then you know whether you actually understand something or not, yes. right? And also, you have this thing in your brain, but how many times do we have something that we have in our mind, but when you, we actually start saying the thing, we don't realize how much we either don't know about it yeah. or we don't know how we actually feel about it. So again, yeah. you you have a thought and you have um, you what you think might be a belief, mm. and you start to actually talk about it. You go and you just say to yourself, hey, "Well, no, hang on a second. Well, like, no, I don't know if that's true." <laughs> you know, and um, sure. and so that's really really important as well, especially nowadays in the day and age of like um just infinite amounts of information available at our fingertips mm. and the amount of shit that people are talking in every domain yep. and you can see something and then it just enters your mind and then you read and it just sits there you know it mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily get challenged um or you don't actually process it is the is, is a better word for it you don't necessarily have to challenge it you're just not processing it mm. um so then when it comes to actually talking about that thing that you might have seen, you might realize actually there's a bunch of stuff here that I either don't understand or um, once, you, once you process that bit of information, you've just gone, uh, no, this actually doesn't make any sense. And yeah. that's yeah. important to do. It's really, really important to do is like you, to be able to have conversations so you actually know whether something is true or not you know whether mm. you believe that thing or not because you can let that idea sit with you and even in cases where you can be like i'm completely enamored by this idea this sounds like it's a great idea mm. but then somebody just says something um because in conversation you started talking about it and they go yeah but what about this and you go oh fuck i didn't even think of this thing you know i didn't even realize that this could be a, and that's really cool be, yeah this could be a thing and yeah. like <laughs> what well, it's cool to the extent that okay, good, um, hopefully not believing in uh, a false idea here. But then it's also like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wish I wasn't challenged because it would have just been easier to just stay yeah. with this. But then... That's not how we grow, though, you, is it? Well, that's the, you just, you lose, you know, you know you're losing yeah. something. Um, you're, well, you're losing something, but it's also dangerous because you're, you're sitting with an idea which you don't even you genuinely actually don't know where yeah. you stand with it and so when it becomes a little bit challenged but it's been sat in you for so long mm. you can feel again defensive about it yeah. and you feel defensive about it um, because you felt like you were wrong 
and really all it had to do was you just trying to process it at a higher level and uh, and then you would have realized it for yourself so this is all that conversation really does is just help you understand the things that you actually hold in in your brain mm. and um, so is it writing and talking are basically the two ways of doing it but talking mm. I think is a lot better because you got somebody else there you're writing yeah. your own ideas out and that's important because you want to be able to flesh out what you're thinking and how you're thinking about that thing and then clarify it for yourself yes but then the other thing you want to do is okay well and talk about it with another live human being who has a different perspective mm. and um can ask you and can just um not necessarily challenge you on it but just by being there can make you better at how you how you communicate a thing because by writing it out you're writing it to yourself in a way you know it's like you, you just yes. you don't have to tell anybody else about it so you write it and it doesn't even have to make any sense to anybody else who's trying to read it but you feel like it makes sense to you but again that doesn't necessarily mean you you know the thing that you're you, you don't you know the thing that you think you know mm. so by talking it out you actually have to communicate in a way where it makes sense to somebody else and that helps to uh, pick apart whether the the thing that you hold as a thought or as a value or as a belief is actually is actually worth worth having for yourself and it's kind mm. of uh, the it's kind of uh it's a bit of a litmus test in a way as well because what i'm thinking is is i could hold complete confidence in a thought mm -hmm. but the moment i say to myself okay i need to talk about it with jude or I need mm -hmm. to talk about my bro, I need to talk about it with somebody else. And then I'm not confident in what I have to say. That tells you something, right? Mm -hmm. It can Maybe it could it could almost tell you something about yourself and where you're at with how you're feeling and your confidence, you know? I think Yeah. Yeah, completely. There's like it's, not it's too far. the subject, but, but yeah. how you feel at that particular moment in time. I mean, you've seen me week to week, right? And some weeks I'm better than others for for numerous reasons. And yeah, happens both And you ways. know, it's yeah. And I think it depends where you are in that moment in time, like how you feel, uh, and 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 how confident you feel at that time, and and it will change week to week. So mm -hmm. I think that's important to consider as well. Because um, mm -hmm. you get me on a bad week and we talk about a certain subject and I'll, I'll, you know, and I'll be like, oh, I don't know anything. Blah, blah, blah. But on another week, it's like, okay, let's explore this and get curious. And, and so I definitely think it's about mindset and your headspace as well within mm -hmm. anything that you're talking about. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a couple of things there which um, you said which I think are interesting. Number one is... Yeah, it's just about, it can be about your own confidence level in the thing yes. is like, you're just not confident in express, um, in the way that you express yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, that's fine. But then also it can also be, you don't actually have any confidence in the, uh, in the idea itself. So, yes. um, that's, that's, um, that's the other thing as well. So it's like, you know, se separating out, which it is, it's important to feel like you can say those things and mm. express those things when especially when you're not feeling confident about it because that's how you develop the confidence for it yes. right but then it's also if you are trying to explain it and you feel like you're trying to get the words out and um and then you finally get it to a point where you know you've articulated it well enough 
and then you still realize, oh, I don't have any confidence in this right now. It's like, okay, well, maybe the idea itself wasn't great in the first place. Yeah. So yeah. you have to be able to do that to understand mm. whether something is useful to you or not. Then, okay. does that make sense as well? Did I say yes. that in a way that yes. made sense? It's like yeah, yeah. Having, your own, having your own confidence um, or speaking so that you build your own confidence, but then mm. you, are, it, you get to a point where you're articulating it and you start to articulate, you realize you still don't have confidence in the thing. Yeah. So that's two different, two different yeah, things. Cool. Okay, that good, good. That makes sense. And then, uh, God damn it, it always happens as well. It's like trying to hold two thoughts at the same time. Is like I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. Is really? there's going to be something there? There's going to be something there. What did you like? All right, I'm going to have to challenge you. Is like you said it. Oh, um, no. <laughs> oh, good weeks and bad weeks. That was it. Yes. So this, uh, this is really. Um, I think this is actually. Uh, very uh, is is necessary topic because the, how do we minimize those good weeks and bad weeks right is uh, is a question and is a very worthy question to ask because if we're trying to get good at anything if we're trying to um, pursue a goal then it's about consistency right mm -hmm. is like building that level of consistency up so whether it's like you know quote unquote performing mm -hmm. on a podcast is like putting in the language that you know you're familiar with from like music days as well as like it's yes. always a performance so you came to the event it was always a performance yeah and then you know and on some level this is this is a performance it it's is. like make yeah let's not make any bones about it it's uh, it is it, it is it is a bit of a performance but um, um however it's uh it's yeah so how do you bring how do you bring that level to the game which you know is like gives you the best chance to be at your best for it and that requires putting some habits and some rituals in place um which will get you to that place where you're like okay i'm yeah. i'm at that level right mm -hmm. and um and that and that's key because there's 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 many things that you know people just fly by to see their pants often as well. And it's something that I used to do. But then one of the things that I realized, not one of the things, it's many things that I realized, like personally that works for me to build, bring like, to try, try and bring the best version of myself to the conversation mm. is like, you know, just getting in the right headspace with good quality music, probably having done some sort of exercise beforehand as well, or yeah. at least some sort of movement. And um, yeah, just putting myself in a good frame of mind by just mainly those two things is like having done some sort of exercise and having listened to some good music and that's why we've got the evolve achieve thrive playlist because we're like yeah cool this is <laughs> this is some good uh, uh, good music well at least we know it's music that helps us like you know vibe at a higher level so a higher frequency so it's just um putting um putting these practices in place which you know are on some level going to move the dial in your favor towards showing mm -hmm. up at your best and um, and then, yeah, noticing what happens on the days where you do feel like you show up at your best and on the days where you don't. And then kind of picking that apart. I mean, I say it to you as well as like some days I feel like I'm holding myself back a little bit. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. um, and I don't necessarily, it's like it's interesting as I don't necessarily know why or how that comes about. Sometimes, yeah, like there, there is certain points. It's like I'm just, sometimes I just feel like basically I don't know whether I should go down this route or not. You know, sure. I just make a yeah. choice, Actually, and yeah. then it feels like I'm holding. Yeah, you just question it, and I just feel like I'm holding myself back. So that's mm -hmm. like that's one thing. 
so it's like the question of oh, I don't know, I don't like there's there's a part of my brain that just goes, oh, I'm not sure if you should go down this route, and then I don't. But then it makes me think, okay, well the route I have gone down, should I have gone down that route or should have I picked that pick that one? There's uh, uh, because there's one like I'm avoiding, mm. uh, even though I would have liked to go down that road, and uh, and I've picked a road which is actually I realize is second best option for me, so I should have gone down the first option. So well, it's trusting your intuition as well, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Exactly, is like trusting, kind of like kind of going with the gut and like letting it happen. And uh, so then, then the com then it just ends up feeling like I'm holding myself back. Mm. And then, um, and then I've described like this kind of image of if I feel like I'm really on it, it just uh, it's like this well of information, and I'm just like mm. dipping into the well and just like pulling words out yeah. of it and pulling nice. ideas out of it, and it just feels yeah. like it. It comes naturally, but sometimes it just feels like there's a, a lid on that well, <laughs> and uh, and I'm trying to open it, and I'm like, oh damn, I can't get in there, and I'm stuck, and uh, I'm confused, and oh crap, I don't know where I'm going now. So yeah, it's really, it's really, it's kind of fascinating to be able to pay attention to those aspects of curve, of your mind. So, yeah. So with you, what does what does it feel like when you like the days you feel like you're showing up, and yeah. uh, the days you feel like you're not? Like what? you're a bit visual as well. I wonder if you have a visual Very. for it or if there's something else. I don't really have a visual for it, but I know for for me, uh, especially, it's like it's just thinking about things during the week. No, again, it comes down to preparation for me. It's not that I have to know word for word what I'm going to say or anything like that, but I, I like to have thought about things during my week. But then it's also, again, it comes back to, for me, my energy levels and making sure that I've had enough sleep and that I don't feel too burnt out because if I feel any of those things then my conversation my, my brain's just not going to function well so I've got to make sure that I've eaten well and that I'm hydrated and that I've had as good a night's sleep as I can possibly um, get but it's interesting like I've done I think I've done about 14 podcasts with you now so what I've done 14 weeks and that's, that's quite a lot right <laughs> yeah, that's right jeez I was just thinking about it I was I think it was number 41 episode 41 is that when I started there you go and I feel like the mm. nerves have slowly started to calm because at first it was like ah! and now it's like it's yeah. it's like it's like when I started doing those really big zoom classes for Goldster as well at first it was terrifying and it was I started the podcast at probably around exactly the same time and both now it's like yes I still get nervous but the nerves have lessened and I, I've got more control over it all and um and I feel like I can bring better conversation, better teaching to, to the podcast, to the, to the classes. Um, and for me, I, sometimes, you know, I love the way you describe it about how sometimes you don't know where the conversation's going and it's like a path is opening up. And sometimes I have no idea what I'm about to say. I don't have visual. I'm, I'm an, all I have is visual most of the time. But often it's just almost like words just get placed. It sounds really weird, but words just get placed in my mouth. And it's just like my brain just... It's just like this this weird traveling experience. It's just like stuff opens out and I just say how the thoughts appear. I don't know. I don't have a vision hmm. for it at all. It's just sometimes, and I have no idea that those words are in my head or that I could put them together like that. But it just, just sometimes it does come out. And it's like, oh yeah, that's a, that's quite useful. That's quite a, that's quite a good way of putting stuff. And so, <laughs> and that's why I find, and, and I don't think the listeners know that I do this, but I transcribe the podcast afterwards. I find it really useful to do that because it's like, oh, yeah, you said that, and then I said that, and that was really useful, and, and, and that I'm going to use in my week. And 
And I feel like listening to it over actually really helps me to um, retain that information a little bit more. And now I bring that into my teaching and my life as well. So that's yeah. quite useful. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I, love <it. laughs> like, you, I love that you're going back to it and be like, oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. And like uh, me, I just have a bit of an aversion to listening back sometimes because I'm really. Like, yeah, because I'm like, what the fuck am I even saying? <laughs> But it's useful no. right? because at first yeah. I was like, oh my God, my voice, oh my God, oh. But <laughs> yeah. now I'm like, but and, and I was saying this to, to my friend earlier, I was like, sometimes you'll start saying stuff and when you're doing it live, you're like, in your head, you're like, what the hell am I talking about? But then <laughs> yeah. you listen back to it and it's like, oh, that did make sense. That's okay. So it's yeah. so weird doing live compared right. to after. It's quite a useful thing to see. So, yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, I'll do it. Um, yeah, I should probably do it more often as well. Is like uh, to listen back to the whole thing, because yeah, it's it's funny. It's a funny one because it's, yeah. it's a little bit of imposter. It's a little bit of imposter syndrome as well, right? Yeah. It's just, you say you say something and you're just like, oh, I actually said something that was useful. <laughs> because and All like the other time. people, yeah, and other people like resonated with it. Oh, right, okay, great. Because uh, it's uh, yeah, it's just a funny one where you know things but this becomes so normalized to you i remember talking about this with you when you were uh with you like the standard that you achieved with playing music and i was like this is amazing you're like what really because you were just surrounded by people who were on the like the, yeah. that level as well so normal. it was like and and yeah it was just normal and no one was ever um no. praising you for the quality that you brought because it was just so much about just getting things on point yeah and it was expected it. right and uh and so you're like oh okay right oh, maybe i do know something that's uh <laughs> some people aren't very good at and take years and years and years of hours and hours and hours worth of practice to get good at and uh oh right okay i've, I've got something useful here yeah and it's the, it's the same thing it's like i just never realized how useful the things that i have stored in this uh, brain of mine can be to people and it's like you know mm -hmm. the amount of times this happened where like you know y y clients are paying their fees for the program but like i'll say one thing or i help them understand just one little tiny thing and they're like wow okay that was really helpful that was you know this is basically is worth the whole fee of the program itself and uh, and you're like oh shit okay Right. And it's just something that just kind of sits in the back of your mind and yeah. you just kind of forget about it until it comes up. And then it comes yeah. up and you just go, oh, wow, that was incredibly useful to somebody. And I had no idea how useful that could be. So, so yeah, so it's just uh, so that's, you know, it's part of the part of the reason why it, uh, it doesn't feel like, you know, I don't necessarily feel like listening back. I feel like whatever. It's just me. And I've, I've got other podcasts I'd rather listen to because those people are a lot smarter than I am. You know? <laughs> like, uh, no 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 come on <laughs> yeah exactly just like yeah build build myself up like yeah like, oh, no, no there's something here there's something here that can be useful something. yes yeah yeah well we'll see well we're going to know some more things as time goes on because otherwise uh, oh yeah there's, there's no way um yeah there's no way that i'm not you know, you just got to keep learning, right? And there's, well, there's nothing more exciting than doing that in, uh, exactly. in a lot of ways for me is just, uh, the, yeah, learning is, in, is enriching. Mm. And so... It's a great way of saying it. Mm. 
Okay, and it and just adds a lot of... I was going to say, like, compare, compare these podcasts to this time next year and how different mm. it's going to be. And that's exciting as well, not to, to look into the future too much, but it's going to be a whole different conversation, you know? Yeah. So Just it, evolved. Evolved. <laughs> yeah. Evolve that conversation. Achieve, <laughs> yeah. ach achieve new levels and thrive. <laughs> <laughs> Off the conversation. There you go. Yeah, exactly. All right, wicked. I think um, maybe that's a good place to leave it today. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, wicked. All right, that was good. Um, thank you for everybody to tuning in. It's like you know, tell us what you think of uh, the conversation. What did you get out of it? Um, you know, clearly you can tell. Like you know, we're saying some stuff and we're figuring stuff out as we go along. So like you know, what has this podcast helped you figure out? Um, and uh, follow us on Instagram at Evolve Achieve Thrive, and uh, send us uh, send us your thoughts. If you feel like sharing the episode with friends and family, please do. It helps us get the voice out there and um and get the conversation out there so people can learn off of it and um subscribe to the show on youtube or on your favorite podcast player whether that's apple podcasts whether that's spotify whether it's amazon music google music uh, google podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts subscribe there because that's where we are we're everywhere <laughs> and um yeah so yeah thanks for tuning in again T tell us what you think we'd love to hear from you and uh we'll see you next time yeah <laughs>